So I haven't flown on an airplane since the pandemic began, and maybe you haven't also. I'm actually doing it for the first time next month, but like many of you, I don't really want to, given the health risk. And that's a problem for the airline industry. Tens of thousands of airline employees are about to lose their jobs. The effects will ripple throughout the economy. About 45,000 airline employees are facing furlough or layoff. In order to promote social distancing, we will be conducting general boarding from the rear of the aircraft. Air travel has dropped by as much as 90%. But the airlines have a plan to try and get you and me back in the air. Recruit reporter Rebecca Heilweil is here to talk about it. Hey, Rebecca. Hey. So it makes sense to me why airlines are struggling to get uh, butts in seats. The idea of spending, you know, hours in this tube with dozens of other people doesn't sound great. What do we actually know scientifically about the risks of flying? It's sort of a mixed picture. I think there are probably activities that are higher risk, you know, being indoors in locations that don't have the same filtration systems as airplanes do. But that doesn't necessarily mean that planes are risk-free. You know, the CDC told the Washington Post last month that it estimated just about 11,000 people could have been exposed to COVID-19 on planes. And of course, that doesn't count all of the activities that aren't actually being on the plane, but you need to do at the airport, being on a security line, going to the bathroom, things like that. Um, But I think the other thing is that people aren't flying, not just because the plane doesn't sound safe, but, you know, traveling in general doesn't sound safe. And the places that we normally go don't sound particularly safe. Think of all the business meetings that are on Zoom now, the international travel that's not happening. I think, you know, those are all big factors. So the problem isn't necessarily, you know, the three hours and 25 minutes you're in the air, but it's the hour at the airport, the hour that you're spending collecting your bags from baggage, getting in the taxi, it's the whole gestalt. Yeah, it all adds up into an uncomfortable experience that I don't think people are too eager to jump on board with right now. So what are the airlines like American and United that are in this financial stress? What are they doing to try and make people want to travel? One of the things that's been most interesting is that some are turning to offering and facilitated COVID-19 testing, basically as a way to make traveling more convenient. So there's a new program that's starting up in the next few days where people traveling to Hawaii on certain airlines will be able to have their airline facilitate a COVID test so that they can, when they arrive in Hawaii, show they tested negative and be exempt from the state's quarantine requirement. And that's also being debuted for some countries in the Caribbean as well. And it's not even just airlines. We also see this company Express Spa, which you might normally associate with those spas in the airport terminal. They've now transitioned to uh, COVID testing too. And, you know, there's also that company Clear, which you may or may not pay for, which allows you to get past the uh, TSA agent to check your ID. And they've started a program called Health Pass, which is now incorporating COVID-19 tests. And they say they're in discussion with airlines and airports about this as well. So it's not as if just, you know, your doctor or your, your hometown is coordinating a test. Now we have the airlines themselves, who obviously have a vested interest in people getting tested, feeling comfortable on the plane. They're now getting into testing. Yeah, and it's an incredibly interesting and strange sort of thing that they're doing, but Mm. they see it as a way to get people more willing to be on the move during this time. 
Now, is that enough to make people actually feel safer, you know, just getting a test beforehand, whether it's through Clear or an airline itself? Yeah. So I spoke to a public health expert about this. And one thing that he cautioned was, you know, if you are at a party the night before you're about to take a flight, right, which you probably shouldn't be at the party, but say you are, and you come in contact with someone who has COVID and you get COVID through them, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to test positive. If you right, get it's to, not going to show test. up on the test the next day. Right. Yeah. Even if even if that's not the case and you do test negative and, you know, rightfully test negative before you get on your plane, nothing prevents you from, like we said, getting it at the airport or getting it on the plane or getting it, you know, where you're going. We have to be really careful about how much we actually take out of a negative test. And do you think any of these changes will stick around after the pandemic? Airlines that are going to be somehow now more interested in healthcare? I think there are aspects of this that really will stay. Um, someone I spoke to from United said that they were looking into how they might incorporate vaccination records into the flying process. That doesn't necessarily mean that United has your healthcare record in hand, but it might mean that that's sort of getting factored into your travel experience. And there are other companies, like I mentioned, this company Express Spa, that is are actively looking for other opportunities. They say once we set up a vaccination station in the airport, which might come, why not do it for other illnesses? And of course, that's, you know, far out um, business planning. But I think it shows that there are certainly companies that are looking to have a long-term stay in this area at the airport. So the holidays are coming up. I'm flying next month. I'm sure there are a lot of people listening who have entertain the idea of, of flying at some point. You've done a bunch of reporting on this. What's your takeaway in terms of the safety of a plane right now, now that you've dug into this? Yeah, I mean, it's so hard. I think you really have to think about the broader question of why are you going? How is important that you're mm -hmm. traveling? And not just your own health status, but how you're traveling could impact the health of the people who are in place where you're actually going. And it's important to keep in mind throughout all of this, just because the airlines want you to fly doesn't automatically mean that you should. Rebecca Heilwow is a reporter here at Recode. You can read more of her work at recode.net. Rebecca, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much. 